There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Bowen. And we want to introduce you to the new cantina menu at Taco Bell. Ooh. It's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients. Great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself. The slow-roasted chicken. Mm. Pico de gallo. Purple cabbage. And new avocado verde salsa sauce. Okay. With new menu options like cantina chicken tacos, burrito, and quesadilla, there's something for everyone. With this new cantina chicken menu, the possibilities are endless. Try the new cantina Tina chicken menu at Taco Bell. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with a stunning template, use it as a springboard for your design, add images, graphics, charts, and data visualizations from the massive media library. It's easy to wow any audience with Canva presentations. Canva presentations are perfect for any deck you want to design for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can nail their presentation with Canva presentations. Perfect, record, and share a talking presentation for people to watch on their own time. You'll appear in a video as a talking head on the slide, and it's the perfect solution if you can't be present in person or if time zones are tricky. Nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at canva.com, designed for work. Forever. Dog. Look, man. Where? Oh, I see. My eye oh. Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that Ooh, culture? Uh, yes. Oh my goodness. Oh, wow. yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. And I don't think either of us know what this episode is going to be. And that's sort of the beauty of it. Um, <sighs> yeah, this this is going to be a fun little meditation, exploration, rumination. <laughs> a jaunt. A jaunt. Um, this is the first ju- episode that you and I have done just us in since, a lo- since the beginning. Since the first step. Yeah. Uh, if you go back and listen to that. I haven't done it. Every now, every, once a year, I'll go back and listen to the first step just to, like, hear myself. Like, I'm in a fully different octave. Like, the years have, like, wow. withered me, I think. Do you remember the segment that we used to do, which was... <laughs> Culture of the Week? Culture of the Week, and our <laughs> bit was that it was always Disney. We were like, we're going to do a bit called, a segment called Culture of the Week, and it's every week it's going to be something about Disney. <laughs> yeah, Disney like, World, the theme parks, The winner of Culture of the Week is Disney again. They Puerto did it again. Resort. <laughs> um, I miss that. It didn't last. It didn't last. But I mean, I've got to say, not much has changed. No, not really. It's, it's, besides the doing the topical episodes of it all, like the first episode is called the Grammys. Grammys. <laughs> like our pilot episode is called the, the Grammys. Grammys, and I do kind of love that. I think it's great. You know, and this is just me, like being one of those damn troll mongers where I just read the reviews. We mm-hmm. both, we've both been very open. I about read us them a lot the, more than I let on. 
Absolutely same. And one of them was really nice uh, where they said, if you listen to them in reverse order, you kind of like, you're able to track how like yeah. the friendship grows and they challenge each other. And they, I saw that too. I, and that made me feel really nice. Suffice it to say, you guys, um, don't panic. Don't panic. Um, there's just going to be a change with the podcast going forward. And it is a little hard to talk about just because it is going to be a, a major change. But Las Culturistas is going to be continuing on another network. Yes. We don't know which network. Yeah. Um, but right now we have just figured out that we just want some whatever, not to use this word that's so overused, but just space, just space to figure out what makes the most sense for us in terms of yeah. how we operate and how Matt and I record episodes on different coasts or when we're on the same coast and how that all sort of gets organized. Yeah, just operationally, you guys, so much has changed and so much changed about Bowen and I's day-to-day. Honestly, in ways that have, I think really blown my mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't, I, I think that, you know, four years, I'm sorry, I get emotional as I talk about yeah, it. Me too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think it's just, oh my God, I can't even believe I'm like this. I, no. I, I, I think the reason it matters so much is because, you know, Joe and Alex are dear friends. Yeah. And we really did st- just start this out for fun. I know. And so... It's. I don't. I don't know why it feels like a bigger deal than it has to be, but it is a big deal. I think it's to scale. I think it's. Yeah. Um, this this might be very self indulgent, but mm. I feel like the the relationship that you and I have with Joe and Alex and Emma um, is very, 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 very special. Just because we sort of went through this crucible together, mm-hmm. well, whatever. Of just like truly building this from the ground up and right acknowledging the fact that it none of this would have been possible without them oh, without no, the network and seeing forever dog grow as a network and like acquire all this talent and all and work on all these amazing projects is is so 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 beautiful yeah um, it's yeah. really just very gratifying to know that you know we we talk about it sometimes on the pod but we truly started this like in um a living room. In a living room. <laughs> um, and and Alex would put the mattress up in the window space so that we wouldn't have any sound coming in. This is before this is Emma. This is like two, I think two years before you were even here. Um. So and I always like I'm a little kooky and I always think like four years is a good t- amount of time for things to change. Yeah. And yeah. Just with me being in Los Angeles now and you being mm-hmm, here mm-hmm. and those being kind of like fixed things now. Yeah. We just need to figure out a new way, a smarter way, um, a more tenable. Yeah, just way to way to do this. Yeah, yeah. And we want to try to keep the podcast the, as same as it can be. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. I think that we both love what it is. Right. And um, we don't know where we're going. We should also say that we don't know where we're going. As we've said, uh, we love what the podcast is. I think that's why. This is what the episode's gonna be. I think we're just gonna like talk about ourselves. Ugh, I'm like crying. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I feel. I feel like it's. You're not making it a bigger deal than it is because no, I think I know. It, it's a big deal for us to. It was a. It was a really, 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 really hard decision to come to, and I, and you and I. It was not like a. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's no, do this. It wasn't, it, was, it wasn't like a finally. It was like a very kind of like fraught thing, and so suffice it to say. 
that we just want to say thank you so much to Forever Dog yeah. who let us completely do us. It's when it's 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 a, it's a place where they didn't presume anything about what a successful show looked like and yeah. mm-hmm. they truly we've never gotten any note from them no. to like dial it down or make episodes shorter like can or you believe that never <laughs> like truly creatively no notes <laughs> like to a point, no no point where it was like what like <laughs> how dare you that episode is nine hours long <laughs> but um and also like but that is so special and you know what i don't know that a podcast with the two of us four years ago called Los culturistas with one with one half a segment <laughs> which is basically <laughs> Sort of just like a first thought, like minute long rant. <laughs> yeah, would have sold anywhere else or no. um. Uh, they, whatever. They took a chance on us. Truly. So and also not for nothing, but um, it's been such a uh, I guess like symbiotic. Is that a positive thing? A yes, symbiotic? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay, yes. it's been a symbiotic <laughs> relationship because I genuinely feel. Like we've grown as Forever Dog has grown, and we know that so many of you guys that listen to Las Culturistas also love Seek Treatment and The Worst and The Unofficial Expert and Beyond and all these amazing podcasts that are on the network. And I think what we want to say is like that we hope to have like a strong positive relationship with all of those podcasts yes. going forward because it's only like so much love. Um. This is so. Uh, this is just going to be an earnest ass motherfucking episode because <laughs> I I keep thinking about this quote. Someone asked Tony Hill recently. Um, I think it was at it, it was at Vulture Fest. Who is this bitch ringing? Who in? is this bitch ringing in? Who is this bitch trying to ring? A surprise up? guest. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Do whatever you want. Um, Tony Hill was in this interview recently. It was at Vulture Fest, and someone asked him like just generic career advice. Mm-hmm. And he said something along the lines of like, before you invest in a career, invest in a community, mm. which like kind of blew my mind. I was like, oh, that's kind of like. So true. That's kind of been like the the buttressing that like I've been very lucky that we've both been very lucky to have just like. Absolutely. Friends, just people who like get each other beyond just like, blah, 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 find your tribe stuff. It's just like really like people who are different than you it's not it's this thing where like the network like invested in an alt comedy scene that like any other network would have not known what to do with Mm. and let them go fucking bonkers like yeah oh oh patty lorelei you guys want to do a crazy fucked up like (laughs) it's just looking at the picture of a woman smile behind you on the back and it's just so insane and brilliant that show is like I'm sure there have been no creative notes from them. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. like yes, yes, like you have a fucking soundboard, just like press all the buttons. Like, yeah, it, it it's like, I don't think, I don't think any other network, yeah, would have really just like given completely free domain to anybody, just anybody, but like especially people in that, yeah, in that in that sort of and there's coder, a high bar coder. now. There's a high bar now. <laughs> not all of us can be. Not all of us can be a woman's smile. Not all of us can be. Oh, I meant. For, I meant fuck for us. musical for us. What do you mean? I meant for us going oh, forward yeah. our next network. Bitch, oh yeah, but I'm saying a bar to meet now. Forever dog isn't just fielding all pitches. No, honey. No, your pitch better be scented. <laughs> Give us something extra, ho. Give it something extra. Make a butterfly fly out of the invitation like in bridesmaids. Yes. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, I yeah. know it's uh, it's very emotional to be like back here. Like tonight, I'm I'm doing my show, and you know, I feel like it's just so crazy how everything has changed. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I think about like when we started the podcast, and we were just like. <laughs> trying to get a run at UCB and trying to get a yeah. house, house teams. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, um, and and we would be and we would record an episode every month. Mm-hmm. It was <laughs> it, well, we were so bad about recording. We were them. so bad about recording them, but also, and God, I mean, just Alex and Joe were like, maybe you guys should like do like one episode a week. Like, let's talk about like yeah, let's cadence have, let's and release. <laughs> release schedules and all this stuff and we're like oh, whatever i remember saying to you a couple times like oh, we owe them an episode we have to go in <laughs> and <laughs> we owe them an ep- we're, we're like way behind we we, uh, we said then, we would do this <laughs> and then for like and then fast forward like two and a half years of weekly episodes nonstop. like mm. you know we've been going yeah and like i haven't felt any sort of fatigue around no i still love doing this this is this is my favorite thing this is this is um yeah this is like career highlight for me too, I think, and it's just like, um, and I'm and I'm using present tense. Like this right. is like, I mean, yes, the 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 don't panic sort of message from, uh, that Matt just sort of like called out in the beginning. Like that's 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 real. Like this this show shows by no means over. No, 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 no. Um, our again, our relationship with Forever Dog is by no means over. Um, it's just about sort of distributing it and yeah. planning it logistically. And we really don't even know how we're going to do that. And that's going to be part of the fun is, you know, like I'm sure that um, as we do continue on, like whoever we start to partner with is going to have more ideas yeah. and is going to have, you know, probably good ones, probably ones that don't work. But mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. think that's what, that's part of what makes this, you know, not just a podcast, but an extension of our, of me and Bowen as like comedians is we're going to be trying things out. Yep. And, um, to be honest with you, like yeah. I was always like kind of crazed about this idea of you and I recording remotely just because I'm so fearful that, 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 that the energy lose. won't be there. But <laughs> truly, it's gotten to the point now where it's like, I don't know how else we will do it. But we will. Okay. This is this is some like inside baseball, not inside baseball, but this is just like a peek into like the discussions that we have internally. Yeah. <laughs> is that Matt and I are, are not currently, but like in the recent past have been, have, have sort of been at this discussion point around, well, if we like, here, here's, it's like a pick two. Yeah. Okay. So h- you pick two, you either, so you release one episode a week, yeah. you record in, in the same studio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you make it topical. Yeah. So you pick two, you can't make a topical in, if you want to make a topical and record every week, you can't be on the same coast. Yeah, I don't know what's better. I would actually honestly love to hear from everyone. Yeah. To be honest with you, would you rather hear us... um, Would you rather feel like... Because I always feel like Las Culturistas, this (laughs) as we have like a creative discussion with you, the listeners. But honestly, that is really what makes the show is we want... I I love to hear everyone I love to hear good, bad... Truly. Truly, like, even like the shitty reviews like stung at first, but now I read them and I'm like, okay, it's an ex- It's an exchange. <laughs> um, so I would wonder, because for me, the podcast is we bring in a guest, yeah. we find out about their cultural yes. upbringings, beginnings, influences, and a conversation starts from there. Yeah. And we also contribute to that um, with some light topical takes with I don't think so, honey, but it doesn't necessarily have to be topical. Right. But I also do think there's something really... Um, great about being able to give fresh takes on things as they happen. Like, for example, 
What are, what are you thinking of? I have one example that I love. Well, like, for example, <laughs> well, there's the Omarosa that, episode. I was thinking about the Omarosa so episode. So basically, when we recorded <laughs> that episode with Ayo and and she had come in and it was... Which, by the way, it, in retrospect, was not a big deal, really. It was just another day was, in the news cycle. But th- for that week, it dominated, I think. Yes, but when Omarosa touched down, <laughs> when Hurricane Omarosa hit the damn coast, yes. and we were emphatic that we had to release the episode that day, that actually was one of my favorite episodes. That was one of my favorite episodes, especially in a, like a really formally <laughs> experimental episode where we started out with Omar, the Omarosa interview. Yes, that was experimental for us. Very experimental. <laughs> Starting out with media. Anyone who ever doubted him. <laughs> ever doubted like, Donald's. Anyone who disagreed. 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 Will bow. Wait, what did, what did she say? We'll have to, to bow, bow down, down to the, the most, most powerful, powerful man in the universe. <laughs> what a psycho. I love it. It's so funny and destructive and terrible. Oh and like, my God. And ultimately, like, ultimately will lies kill, will and kill us all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but so there's that. And then there's also the fact that, like, sometimes we release episodes that y'all don't even know we did a month and a half exactly. ago. And they, they're fine. But the, I think they get, you, got, you guys can tell when, sometimes they can tell. I'm always embarrassed when I hear my like for example the Gina Rodriguez thing. Sure. Okay, let's let's talk about the Gina Rodriguez. That thing. was so annoying you guys because not I, your fault. No, it was because no. I, well, I I should have I should know better than to risk trusting someone as a volatile as Miss Rodriguez. You didn't know how volatile she was. She could though. at any second turn around and say a damn slur it apparent it is apparent now sure but i i was always very suspicious of her after her hollywood reporter round tables so i was like something's going on you there you really were you yeah. really were you <laughs> did say that I like, and i was like <laughs> bowen stop i really i really was very dismissive of your um reservations about gina my gina trutherism yeah i was just like there's something going like she's there's a little bit of mania going on there. Definitely. And like, which is beautiful and like, it's great. Like, please let that exist as it is unless you she slips up and, and raps to the, <laughs> raps the N-word and posts it. <laughs> like, you have to have so many missing filters in your brain to be like, yes, and now we post, post, post. You can't do that. Um. But okay, so the Gina thing. But I, I think you have nothing to be embarrassed about. Well, it's, it was just I literally said the words "I stand Gina Rodriguez" like <laughs> the week after the the week after that happened, and then people like it, it wasn't even the first. Were day. people giving you shit? It wasn't even the first day they were giving me shit. It was like two days after the episode had been oh. out. They were like, "Wow, that's crazy that you said that," and I was like, "Wait, what?" And then I thought everyone was like, "Well, it's obvious that you backlogged because you announced the date in the beginning of the episode." Yeah, but yeah. still, I don't want that out there. Oh, and so I promptly didn't. I don't think so, honey. Gina Rodriguez on the next show, yes. which happened to be Topical. It was Topical. Well, I got to ask, do you, is it annoying? Because I feel like I'm usually the person who's like, we're recording this on this date. I know it doesn't annoy me. I actually, no, now, now it's kind of, I mean, it saved my life that day. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I would have been out here standing Gina Rodriguez sure. fresh off a slur. No context. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no chronological context. I think, so it's, so what was the pick two again? It was uh, same coast, topical, weekly release i mean i guess i guess ideally for any like any old podcast it's like ideally what you'd want is yeah. the both of us in the same spot yes. doing it we have a fixed point every week yeah where we do it but that is now not logistically feasible so i don't know i are think you, we'll just figure it out with 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 whoever we are with yeah are you um 
here's the thing. I feel like your sticking point is still we have the magic, the chemistry has to be in the room in the same physical space. Can I tell you another reason why I why I like this? Yeah, is because something I realize about myself, is and I'll, I'll reveal this to you. Okay, which is why when we whenever we interview people together, why I like to sit on the outside. Uh huh. Is because I get very nervous still with people that I'm that we're about to interview. Does it? I get anxious. Is it is it mitigated in any way if you are talking to them from across the computer screen? Well, yeah, that would be. But what about the? But I'll be in Los Angeles, which is where a lot of people we haven't gotten live, and then they're going to come in and like Julia Stiles oh, is going to be sitting next to me, and it's going to be me and Julia Stiles, and then like you're going to be on a on a damn computer thirty seconds before we start, and it's going to be like, hi, that's Bowen, yes, 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 and yeah. I've been sitting there with Julia Stiles for six or seven minutes, pretends. Perchance even 15. Perchance even 15. I totally hear you. I, I totally get a little you. skittish with that I stuff. I get it. I get it. Like, I see, I literally watched last night the episode of you on SNL uh-huh. and you like hugging Scarlett Johansson and making that face of like, oh my God, this was so fun. Bye. <laughs> like, I was just like, how? How do you do it? Because because we just, just spent time all week. And that's yes, just like, honey. that's just like, that was just like a full like culmination of that. By the way, on the record, I'll say it. Really, really like cool to be around. <laughs> Scarjo, like a good Can hang. Can you imagine us three years ago? <laughs> no. Like listening to this. Whatever. And hearing us be like, we stand, Gina Scar- Rodriguez, and you have to hear people out. You please. please. And also. <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, look. No, um, she's uh, she's a great fucking SNL host. Oh, I, I was. What I, a good episode. It was a fun episode. Where, where are you with the whole Oscars race? We had a little discussion about this in the text thread today. So you, you, you think it's going to be Renee? You Well, you said well, that you believe that Scarlett will win an Oscar. I think she will definitely get the nomination. I think she might get two nominations. For JoJo? I think she'll get a nomination for Marriage Story. I support her nomination. And JoJo, Jojo Rabbit, Rabbit, I support her nomination. Now, I just, it's, it's for me, it's, it, I, was, I was on Film Experience today. Yes, we, as I've been. As you've been. Real, it's, this is such a fun time of year for all mm-hmm, of this, of course. Mm-hmm. But especially to go on Film Experience. Yes, of course. It's the um, filmexperience.net season. Season. And uh, I was just reading up on what Nate, Nate's been saying. Yeah. Um, and he seems to think that Renee's a lock. Yes, I, I I would agree. Renee's a lock, but I feel like it's it's not super crowded this year. In did that you see Judy? Category. I did not see Judy. Yet. Okay, so as someone who saw Judy, let me tell you, <laughs> it is an absolutely stunning ten of a performance in, in a, a absolute six of a film. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which to me is like, you know, they say that matters less, less. with the best actress nominees, and but not and not so with the best actor. No, yeah. kind of like films that get nominated for best picture often scoop along their lead actor performances. Yes. Um which by the way lead actor is very competitive very this year. Very competitive this year. I will say last night I saw another best actress contender. Bombshell. I saw Bombshell. Yes. Um so the thing about Bombshell is uh-huh. and I love all the actors in it. And what a cast. What an amazing cast. Darcy. Darcy's in it. Kate McKinnon's Kate. great in the film. Very good performances, pretty much all around. It is a TV movie. Okay, it's like a, sh- it's like, it's. I wouldn't even give it like game change level or like recount level. But and and those are both and those are both TV. Oh, those are but 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 I'm saying like those are HBO films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This to me felt like so like an HBO film. Not even. Okay. It, it's it to me it was it was like that pedigree was like on screen. Mm-hmm. I just, 
I feel like I've always had a lot of trepidation about this movie coming out because it's about Fox News. And while I think what happened to the women there is tragic and fucked up and Roger Ailes was a monster... It's. I guess there. There's an interesting take there to be found yeah. about how like an institution. It, it, gets about, yeah, you know what? It's. It's and so cr- weird to think. What is the message of this movie? Uh huh. Oh, even even after seeing it, you you, you right because thought? obviously sexual harassment is is acceptable nowhere. Right. Right. But and it's, it is interesting to see it happening to these women. Um. But I wish the movie had more of a take. Sure, okay. I just wish it was thrillingly told or like super dramatically compelling or a, or, or even really emotional. Did it you, wasn't. Did you feel like it was presenting you with like an array of like takes or anything? Or was it was... It was kind of just like it, or, misogyny it, happens. It happened here. Yeah. Sexual harassment happens. It happened here. And it's like, I almost felt like like we're it, we're we're past that in the in the cultural discussion, maybe, right? Or, or, yeah. You know what? Maybe it had something to do with like the Megyn Kelly of it all. But you 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 thought Charlize was great. Charlize was good. Yeah, she was good. My problem with the movie though is that oh, Megyn Kelly is a figure, like yeah, the real Megyn. Kelly. I wish it. I wish that I got a better sense of her. You know what I mean? I didn't get a good sense of her. I got that she was good at her job, uh-huh. and they sort of hint at that she didn't like being called a feminist and like was allergic to that word. Yeah, and she kind of like definitely had a difficult time with the uh, sort of threats to her safety and her family's safety that came along with the Trump yeah. thing after she asked the debate question of him. Uh-huh. But I don't know. In like seeing her. Get, gather support at Fox News against Roger Ailes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, I felt like it could have been more dramatically or compellingly told okay. how she got to that point as a person. Yeah, from being like a company woman to, to being the kind of person who was like, "Let's bring down my boss, the man who gave me a career." Right, but but correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like the story. Just in the journalism of journalism of it all was that it was mostly Gretchen who is sort of yes, that, right? and this is where I think the movie could have done with a little bit more dramatic embellishment. Okay, I yeah. think we could have had more scenes with Nicole and Charlize because there's almost none. Really? Yes, and so like for example, like um, like uh, Mary Queen of Scots. Yes, you know they didn't have real scenes together in right. life, but you saw them because it was dramatically compelling. This movie was an article. Yeah, uh-huh. it was literally like an like an like a like a like a feature in like like some like huge bombshell. Yeah, it was yeah. like a New York Magazine <laughs> article come to life. Okay, and which is other movie Hustlers. True, but but even but Hustlers was like fun to watch. Sure, this movie wasn't even fun to watch. Okay. It was it was it really should have been too because it looks like it's gonna be. I mean that trailer that they showed which was just them in the elevator yeah so that's a whole scene from the film oh interesting but there's like no dialogue very little yeah and 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 i but i loved that because you could feel the tension and i i was like i wish this was more imbued in the movie this sense of like anything could happen yeah the sense of stakes but meanwhile like the whole story is just all stakes right so that's that's so it's that that's probably what's so bizarre to you and there's a yeah yeah that's what that's the thing there's a couple really good scenes in the movie um, and they both have Margot Robbie, uh-huh. and Margot Robbie's really good in the yeah, movie. Yeah. Um, 
better when she has big stuff to play, I think. Yeah. But like you're talking about like Itania. Yes. Or, yeah, I think uh-huh. that when she's got a character to play, yes. she's really, really good. Mm. Um and she she creates herself a character here. Yes, yes. In this in this uh, uh young woman who comes to Fox News and she really wants to be on camera talent and is like sort of willing to do anything within bounds to get there. And Roger Ells presents the situation that that she finds herself in, and right. it's obviously it's harassment, it's, yeah. and it it rises to a certain level. I won't yes. spoil anything. Okay, but you're saying that these two scenes... Two good scenes happen with her, which is the scene where she is talking to John Lithgow as Roger Ailes, uh-huh. and he's saying to her, you know, there's there's certain things I need to see or mm. have proven to me if I'm going to consider you on air, as on-air talent. Yeah. And then you do see it play out a little bit just how uncomfortable yes the situation oh, great. That's, was and, that's, and, and 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 you see the uh, these harassment that happen i mean that's i'm going to say that's like very int- that's compelling right and then there's a scene later when she reveals to Kate McKinnon how far she's let it go on mm-hmm. and and those are two really compelling scenes and and Margot Robbie had like an arc my problem is that like the movie sort of just sort of tells the real story of Fox news in its way. And they break it up between these three characters where it's like Gretchen Carlson making a stir. Mm -hmm. And basically she gets fired from Fox news. And then Nicole spends the whole rest of the film, like on the phone in her kitchen in a thin sweater. Yeah. Like just kind of like, well, what's happening now? And you don't know. And then Megyn Kelly the whole time is like sort of slowly being fed up with the patriarchy yeah. and realizing she has to do something. Like she finally Got like it. does the right thing and stands up for women. Right. But it just wasn't dramatically uh, compelling. Okay. Interesting. 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 Um. And what my last point about it? Yes. Sorry, I'm just listening to you, and I, no, I no, feel no, like no. I can't really contribute because I haven't seen it. But yet. I think I'm curious to think what what you'll. When I what see you'll it. think when you see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Because for me, it just it didn't work and it could have been so great. Mm. My other big thing with this movie is they make such a big deal about making Charlize Theron like indistinguishable from Megan Kelly. It like just make her look so much like oh her. Oh my or? god. Her face looks like I her. Know. She does like a voice, the voice which is just like and the her. The trailer sounds so much like her. And and she's very much doing Megan Kelly, and she exists in the film like as Megan Kelly in this way, where it's like a very about the impersonation. Whereas Nicole, Nicole doesn't like, even try. isn't doing a Gretchen Carlson, yeah, yeah, yeah. doesn't look like her, yeah, to the point where it's like you got one person doing a full caricature and one person who it as a result of that she just looks even more miscast. Okay, are you at a point now of Nicole fatigue or no? I don't ever have Nicole fatigue. Yeah, okay, but, but you're, I you're will just being, always, cr- being critical. I will always call things as they see them. And yes. Like the SAG you're nomination. A, a truth sayer. I'm a truth, truth teller. And the, a seer. Yeah, I'm a seer. The Nicole nomination for Bombshell for SAG is like, what? Well. For doing what? It's like the nomination for, God, what's there? The, the, some, some, oh. SAG is whack. It's like the morning show nominations at the Golden Globes. It's uh, like, yeah, and the SAGs. Wait a minute. Oh, yes, that's right. These are all bought. Yeah. yeah and yeah, it's, yeah. well, they're bought. And also, <laughs> it's like actors voting for who they love and respect. Well, for SAG, for SAG, I get, SAG, I get Nicole. Yeah, but I'm talking totally. about Globes. It's oh, like the Globes are wild. Globes are fucking wild this yeah. year. I'm sorry. I can publicly say that. Yeah. The Globes <laughs> are wild. And we're, 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 Walking on eggshells so that Bowen can publicly say. <laughs> I, that's the big change. The I big used change. to be un, sh- un, unshackled. Um, I think 
I mean, I just, I truly like glanced at the nominee, the nominees for Golden Globes, and I was just like, okay, Pat. Like, I truly was like, I haven't really revisited yeah. it because it just, it was just so upsetting. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck, really? Mm. Like, and truly, not just not to be a damn Portman about it, but like the director's thing is crazy. It's so foolish, foolish. I look at the list this year, and I'm so not excited about it because it's so like male. Like, what is 1917? I don't know. What is that? But I mean, but fucking Nate's putting it on his prediction index for Oscars. I saw that and ever, it's getting nominations everywhere and I'm like, what is it? And I'm then, sure, I'm sure, I'm sure once we see it, we'll love it. <laughs> yeah, well, I, Chris Schleicher was explaining it to me. It's like, oh, it's a World War One movie and I'm like, oh God, hard, the hardest pass. The hardest pass. I mean, it's it's for the dads. We gotta give it to the dads. You gotta give it to the dads. You gotta I, give something to the dads. The, the, the gays are eating really well <laughs> lately. And I think <laughs> the gays are fed. The gays are fed. I, I got to see Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Oh, I heard it's great. Um, I got to. Have you still haven't seen Parasite yet? No. Oh my God, Matt, what are you doing? It's. It's. I know. I, I heard it's the best movie of the year. I can't stop thinking. What about else it. have you seen that you've liked or, uh, or not liked? Because I just went off. On I haven't. I, I haven't. I haven't been good so far. Just because I feel like it's just such a condensed season. It feels like. Yeah. Um. Just in terms of like the length, but I feel like um. You've been getting your screeners. Uh, they're at my old. They are my. They're my uh, old apartment. I gotta pick them up. But uh, I really loved, really loved Marriage Story. I love Marriage Story. Really, too. I saw Jojo Rabbit. The Jojo Rabbit and Marriage Story, like the like the last two like buzzy yeah. movies that I saw. Parasite. You had a Scarlet Athon. Had a Scarlet Athon. I just just very yeah uh, unconsciously subconsciously um talk about Marriage Story. Sudi said something really fun to me last night. She goes, the people who like don't get marriage story are people who don't understand the Bombach sort of tone. Mm. And the whole thing about Bombach is that he is he is very self-aware about what the movies are. Like, did you see Mistress America? No, actually I didn't. Cuckoo, Luku, Kat Cohen. Yeah. Movie where Greta Gerwig is being like a full ass weirdo eccentric. Uh And uh, Lola Kirk is being, is like sort of the great, like sort of, uh, you know, um, surrogate for the audience and stuff. It's, it's like, it has some great Veselka scenes. I gotta we say. We love, love a Veselka, Veselka scene. scene. Thank you. Shout out Ocean's 8. <laughs> um, and <laughs> it's just like, it's one of those movies that's just so, it feels like a Neil Simon play. It's just like so like mm. self-contained, but also like, it's it's just a weird, bizarre movie that you're like, oh, like capital I indie. And then, but then you realize like it's like, it's self-aware in this way where it's like, he knows that it's just like pretty frivolous and like, that the that the writing is like out there and wacko and yeah. um, whatever, and so I feel like it's the same thing with Marriage Story, where it's like he knows that it's a very like small movie in a way, mm. right? Well, Wouldn't it's really say? it's really about two people and their relationship and what happens when they um, yeah consult the outside forces when yes. they realize it's not working. I I really I just and also loved it. I loved it, and and people have just pointed out. Uh, Aptly that it's just like sort of the great thing about it is that it's not placing blame on anybody. Mm. It's just like you just it just it just it's just what happens. Well, they spoiler alert they have a major fight in yes. the movie, which which honestly it's now kind of coming a meme. That's a meme, yeah, yeah in yeah. a way. Um, rightfully so, it's pretty iconic. But as they're ripping each other apart, which the, they've never done, you realize how much is in the script. Yes, there's like, so much in the script. There is. So much in that script that's being and, set up to that to, in the lead up to that fight, yeah, yeah. And honestly, you realize how kind of good they've been about hiding their feelings, you know, to keep their kid out of it and to not hurt each other. And then when they stop caring about that, yeah, and really go for each other, it's like 
I mean, Adam Driver. Adam Driver is wildly good. Very in that good. Scene. Very good. And also saying all those things that you don't mean, like that, really like hit a chord with me. Mm-hmm. That and also um, the end of the movie when she goes to tie his shoe. Oh. I was like, this is so. That's really, really beautiful. That's such a good Just touch. to show that you're never going to stop caring about the person and not wanting that person to like fall down. Yeah, you know I, what I mean. And obviously, the letter, the letter was just like you, kn- you knew it was important. You knew it was like okay, she's not saying this. She doesn't want to read this aloud. Like you knew it was going to come back in some way. But like the way it came back wasn't like super clever or anything. It wasn't trying to be like mind blowing. It was just like very effective and elegant. I love and that. Really, really good. And I'll say again, I, I think Scarlett's great in it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think Adam is just his his acting while he, when he's reading that letter and that pause he takes just yeah. to get himself together. Like he's like a real, real, real actor. Yes, yes. I could have probably done without the scene of him singing "Being Alive." I don't think the movie needed that. But you got it. Kind of mirrored Scarlett singing. A musical theater, a Sondheim thing too. Right? Oh yeah, sure. I think I think it kind of just like yeah. I think that was kind of the device. Well, not that it was a device, but that was sort of like the yeah, yeah, sure. The little thing, but what, um, what'd you think of Dern? I thought she was great. She's so good. <laughs> I thought she was great. She's Leota so, was great. They were all. They I mean, were the all whole great. cast was great. Um, the, oh god, that she's a stand-up. She's so funny. The 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 Martha the, Kelly. Martha Kelly. That was. Like so a sketch great. to me. It was so funny. And I was like, this is a great comedy piece. Yeah. In the movie. Like so fun. Yeah. Honestly, she was so good in the movie. And I've known Martha for, for a little while. You've known Martha. I, I, I actually, you know what? <laughs> me and Pat competed against Martha <laughs> what? In, in Boast Rattle. Oh my God. And who's yeah. she paired with? She was paired with, well, she was paired with someone that she beat. Okay. And then there was someone else. And then me and Pat were paired against each other. And the audience decided to take us both to the finals. There was no winner. Yes. Oh, that's nice. (laughs) So me and Pat faced off against someone. And I'm so sorry for not forgetting. And and Martha. Martha. And Martha won. Of course. She's just so compelling to watch. She's so good. She's so good. You're like, who is this? This is such an interesting character. Like, who is that? And also just like you can feel not and this not in a pejorative way, but you can feel like her booking it in the audition. You know what I yeah, mean? Like just, she came in with like, that choice and the cast and people were like, yeah, sure. <laughs> Does your dad do that every day? Like, just yeah. like, <laughs> performance is so good. Also, not for nothing, but I identify with Laura's energy in this. You, I was thinking about you the whole time. I was like, this is Matt Rogers. This yeah. is, I was, I identified with, I'm going to say it, Scarlett. I, yeah. I identify with Scarlett just in the way that I'm just like really reserved and I'm just like, I don't really know how to express how I feel in, in this relationship. Like I identified. With you know that. what I really like loved about it? Like long scenes. Like I love like right, a long scene. And also just like, that's a weird choice to have Scarlett, like walking around the apartment, sort of like futzing with things as she's telling her story to Laura. And she yeah. goes, this tea is amazing. And Laura goes, mm, it's the Manuka honey. <laughs> I was like, this is like so, just like a long block of text. And no. then, oh yeah, it's the Manuka honey just stuck in there. You know what? You know who, you know who Laura Dern is in that movie? She's both of us. Cause the Manuka honey is me. That is it's you. the Manuka honey. I wouldn't know what the honey was called. <laughs> Have you ever had Manuka honey? Um, Anytime you're, oh, actually before your show, swallow a bit of Manuka honey. We'll go to like Whole Foods. You know, like Greta has like organic honey in her. Apartment. But the manuka honey is special because it's it's pollinated from a flower that only grows in New Zealand. Oh, Jesus. And it has like these like just healing properties, let's okay, just say. So and it's I like it's that. it's 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 not like full on like homeopathic, but it's just yeah. like I 
remember I was I was really sick when my family visited visited Australia, New Zealand last year, and the the girl was like, yeah. Just take a take a take a spoonful and you'll be fine. And I did yeah. it, and it was great. Anyway, um, well, the, the background on that is I'm kind of panicking because my voice is feeling a little scratchy you today. You sound y'all. great. Well, I have my show tonight. I did this too last week. I was panicking. Yes, the day of and the day before and the day before my show because and I, I knew- had a huge canker sore, Ooh. like in the back of my mouth, like on my throat, and it was like gnarly, and I couldn't phonate, and I was like. Damn, truly panicking. That's scary. But then my show at the Hollywood Improv was great. Great. That's perfect. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, it's Bowen, and I want to introduce you to the new Cantina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell. Yes, it's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients, great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself the slow-roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. With new menu options like Cantina Chicken Tacos, burritos, and quesadillas, there's something for everyone. And Taco Bell isn't just for a late night. With this new Cantina Chicken Menu, you, the possibilities are, well, endless. Try the new Cantina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell now. Now, I said. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy to use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a Job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, and of course, I feel like it's gonna be the same thing tonight. It's I'm sure so, it'll be fine. Everyone's gonna be so excited to see you. I literally was like texting Jared before, like being like, <laughs> "I'm depressed." <laughs> he was like, "Oh, no, are you? Are you?" I, I'm feeling a little down. Yeah, 
I think it's it's this. It's 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 just this. This is this has been a downer for me. Just or just and by this I mean the forever dog of it all. Yeah, it's bum. It bums me out. Mm-hmm. It, it. I think it's that. I think it's coming back to New York and like feeling like, like um, New York is like happening with without you, know, which is so dumb. Yeah. It's so dumb. But also just like just sometimes like at the end of the year, you know, you do take stock of yeah. like how much has changed. Like, yes. you know, like I feel like I haven't even um. This like I'll a- I'll say this. This will be an admission. So like I feel like I haven't s- seen you in a while. I know. And sometimes I like sometimes I like see the things that you're doing and I'll think to myself like oh I wonder what it was I wonder like what funny thing happened in creating that. You know what I mean? Like and then I think probably Likewise for you, for me, it's like, it's hard when you come from a place of doing everything together to then see that person doing something different. And it's not, it's not, I want to stress. It's not about like jealousy. It's not about like uh, anything to do with that. It's truly just about like, oh, there's like my like person doing that how (laughs) you know what i mean that's like been a little different to be separated from you like that and it's 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 just part of it you know what i mean i don't know that it is though what do you mean and i don't but i don't know that it's a part of it to like accept it because no no i'm not accepting it like (laughs) you know what i'm saying yeah i know what you're saying um like I, I think about you, there's like a specter of you like everywhere. Like and I said that to Jared too. I was like, I know that like it's 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 kind of cool to watch because like a little part of me isn't is in it because you I literally be- said a little bit bitchy. I know you did, and I and that, saw and that. That, and that was like a sooty pitch, and she was like, she was like, can we say that? I was like, well, it's it's like it's like Matt's joke, and we're like. <laughs> We can, like, do you, do you feel okay with that? I didn't feel like it was taken from okay. me. If that's, but I definitely heard it and I was like, that's oh my you. God. And then I felt like it felt like a little shout out. You know what shout, I mean? Yeah. It was a but then whistle. like, there's things all the time in the stuff that I'm doing. Like I'm seeing, I'm seeing, I'm for what it's worth, I'm seeing you and you're working on a lot of very good things. And I well, yeah, constantly and have this like aching feeling of like, Oh my God, I would be so happy just, just to like make something with you, like on, on like a, on a different like cadence and on a different like clip where it's like being in a, being in a writer's room with you. Like I've never had that. Like I, like I can't imagine what that's like. And like, it's like, you know what? And cause these collaborations, I think about this all the time still, it's like falling in love. It's like Mm -hmm. you meet your people and then there's just this magic and I know for a fact that like you're like you're like the one. Yeah. You know? Well, my thing too is just like, sorry, as I sound so nasal and ridiculous. Um nasal and ridiculous. <laughs> both. <laughs> it's just like, um I think we were just like <laughs> perhaps unnaturally codependent. Yeah. Just because I don't think we were not ever, a- I don't think we were ever actually codependent though. Well, explain. We were never, it, would, it never got to a point where it like 
was so poisonous and like vituperative. No, no, we no. would get into like fight, but it was never a thing where it was like it was a ne- it was never a thing where we were like enabling or disabling each other from doing things that like we we truly on an individual level wanted to do. Yeah, no, I don't even. I'm not talking about it like in a pejorative or negative way when I say the word codependent, which I think it, the word codependent like is inherently okay. yeah, 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 yeah. like a little negative. I guess what I mean is like, um. When these situations, when it's such a volume of yeah. success together, and then like those things split off, mm-hmm. it's it's it, you question like how much of this am I actually able to do by myself, or not by myself, 100%. but with other people? You know what I mean? Like I, I think all the time like, um. Would I be more dynamic on stage right now if Bowen was here? Can I do this by myself? Like even like I I. I all throughout this year, you know, I don't perform as much. It it and it it's it doesn't bother me actively because I'm working and for the first time yes. ever I'm like working on things in television like I'm officially like he's a right he's I'm, for my I'm on my third room. Like and so it's like that's that's amazing. I, and I'm I'm very grateful for that. But it does come at like a cost. Uh, it does a cost there. I, I don't get up on stage anymore to the point where like now when I am up there, there is this little piece of me that's like, can I still do this? Can I still remember how to do this? And then the only time I'm really comfortable when we jump back in is I'll say game show with Dave and with you when whenever we do a Las Culturistas show. But truly it's like I've never had this. I've never had this thing where it's like you and I will just be like, okay, yeah, sure, we'll host this thing, and then we just unplanned go up on stage, just like talk, yeah, and somehow we debatably make it work, yeah, um, or just for some for the audience, like for some yeah. sure some people are like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> but I, for what it's worth, I I have that thought every single day going into work. You think I, that, or just about you? I'm just like, oh god, I no, it's true. Well, I mean, uh, flat just, out, flat out. Like, I think I feel comfortable saying this now, but it's like <laughs> last year, it was like so crazy for us to, <laughs> to do that. Yeah. So here, the T is: I also tested for Saturday Night yes, Live. Yes. Twice. Yes. With Bowen. Yes. And they put us in the same in fucking dressing, dressing room. room and we were running our stuff and they were we were both on hold for 6 months i know and, and I, we couldn't work we couldn't work and i every single day of those 6 months i had like a fantasy of just us being on the show together. i had that fantasy too of course I, but and, like and then like when it but but i will say this like i think it i think the way it worked out and the way things are working out is meant to be and who's to? I mean, who's to say that it's not that it's not still in process of working out? Well, who cares? Not even not even in terms of like the shows that were like right. the things that we're working on. It's just like it's still this yeah. is just like part of our friendship, our collaboration, our whatever. But I, I, I just got, I just have to put it out there every day. I think this would be so much more fun if Matt was here. Well, I mean, I think that about all the stuff that I do. I mean, like I have such a cool. <laughs> not for you nothing. Do I have, have a, a cool very job. cool job right now, cool which job. is I'm writing on the animated series Q Force, which is going to be on Netflix. And the room is like so great. It's, it's Gabe Liedman created it. Megan Amram is there. Guy Branham, Max Silvestri, Ira. Like it's Liza Die, 
so funny. Mm. Like these great people. Sean Hayes is going to voice Mike Liebenson. Oh my God. We love Mike Liebenson. He's Gabe's assistant. Um, and you know, Sean Hayes is going to be the lead character. And it's it's just what they're coming up with is so funny. Wow. And like to be able to even in some small way, be a part of the other two, what, whenever, um, that comes out, I'll be so excited to see it. And, you know, to have game show coming out, which is my literal creation. God willing, Quibi, pops off please download please download quibi (laughs) Uh, we'll see what happens watch the steven spielberg horror series weird to be doing these things without you it's 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 so strange but actually you know what would be kind of cool is i feel like you would be so much better in the room i'm in now than no than i would for scripted stuff so much smarter than me no for scripted stuff i'm just like um, maybe that character talked to this character who was mentioned in the second episode. Like, scripted is hard. Scripted is so fucking hard. Scripted is hard. There's so much more shit going into it than you think. There's you so just, much to track a serialized yes, narrative. Yes. It's a lot. It's so it's much, fun. but it's fun. It's like a puzzle. Yeah. You crack a puzzle with every episode with the whole arc or whatever. But oh, I, yeah, when things come together, it feels really good. It's so great. I, 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 but I, here's what I'm going to say. Wouldn't it be cool if just like we are on these different tracks now, but then of course, like... There's no way that we don't meet back up. We're still oh, like we're still no. together. I mean, that's the thing is it's like it's no one's dead. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're going to a different network. But I did think that that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do this episode just the two of us. Yeah. I think you agree. It's yes. just like we haven't done that. And I feel no. like so much has gone on and changed. Yeah. yeah. And I do feel like um you know as weird as that is to say, like I think about people that have listened to us from the beginning. You know what I mean? There's like, like there's like a good like eighty of you out there. Yeah, truly, truly. We, the numbers came in. We got our I got the numbers through SoundCloud. Yes, yeah, SoundCloud. When the, when, when the pod first started, and truly like the hits were like eighty seven people listened to this. I yes, was like, and we cool. were like, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> that's like more than that's more, more than pe- who would come to a show. Exactly, you know I mean? and I'd be like, that's great. And so we we're clocking you. Maybe some people have fallen off. Who knows? But like, oh, I'm sure. But we're clocking like like we know we know the people who have just like been in on the ground floor but some people really have listened to this for four years and that is that's very you know i I I wonder how we sound changing and stuff i I guess we have it if we ever want to be bored at 90 years old i know (laughs) but also like this this is a little look this is a little document of like something going for you know it's like we're in we can listen back to this and be like oh god remember when we were Talking about bombshell and panicking about our careers, like oh my god, or just 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 feeling abandoned by each other, not Truly. abandoned, but you know what I'm saying, like feeling like we're missing a part of ourselves, yeah. without the other. Um, I will yeah. say it's been interesting to navigate and negotiate what gets shared on the pot and what doesn't. Some things are just personal, yeah, but like with the SNL of it all. Yeah, that was so insane. That was insane. Like but- to to go through that and s- still be like that that close mm-hmm. that was that was whack that was wacko i gotta listen back to the episodes when we were going through that oh gosh i think we did a pretty good job we did a pretty good job of just what keeping keeping it under wraps or yeah well my thing is always like i had to negotiate like what i was kind of going through at the time was like i was sort of figuring out if I was embarrassed to say that I didn't get it Mm -hmm. or like, you know, like, especially like 
I think when you do something as a twosome all the time, as a duo, and then one person like, and I think honestly, earlier in our 20s, mm-hmm. maybe you felt this way towards me when I was getting like JFL and being put on house for teams sure, and stuff. For sure, for sure. It kind of makes you feel like when you are not the one who's popping off at the time, yeah. it kind of makes you feel like, well, no one's here to see me anyway. You know, like it's kind of like you know what I mean. Like sure. you do as a, as a symptom of being who we are and like being as close as we are. If you don't have those moments where you're like comparing yourself to the achievements of the other person, that's wild. You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that. But then you are constantly focusing on the lack of the thing that you're seeing the other person getting. Yeah. So. This is a funny story that I want to say. Okay. And I was going to say, I honestly was going to save this for like a book. Oh my God. But I do want to, I, this is a, I, this is such a funny story about okay. when we, when we tested for SNL. Oh yeah. Go. So I think I know where you're going The second say. time yeah. when we, we were the only ones that only they put m- in the same. Well, the first time we were the only, only men, men, which was wild. I was like, okay. There was like 17 girls and us. Yeah. And, I, and it was in March. Yes. And it was whack. Uh-huh. Was Chloe there too? Yes. That was not Chloe yet. Are you sure? Chloe was. Oh, you're. You, you I might think be Chloe right. was there. Chloe but was there. Anyway, regardless, we were yeah. the only two boys, uh-huh. and then they kept us on hold for like those next six months, and we were like only it was like six of us that they had kept. Yeah, and yeah. I think I don't know how you felt, but I really felt like oh my god, like this could this really could happen. happen. Yeah. Like when did when did it kick in for you that it could happen? Um, because you you went in four times. I went in the summer of 2017. Yeah, and that was just such. It felt like such a fluke. Like they were like, "Can you do this?" Like my manager at the time was like, "You want to do the showcase for SNL? Or do you want to put into together a tape?" I was like, "Sure." Um, Not thinking it was like... no, and then went over to our beautiful friend Doug Weidick's apartment. Mm-hmm. Like shout out like five minutes of characters. Yeah. Um put it together, sent in my tape. Then I get a, I get a call like, Hey, do you want to do the showcase at UCB? I'm like, yeah, sure. At UCB Chelsea, RIP. I was like, yeah, sure. I mean, not a chance in hell they would ever hire an Asian person or uh East Asian person or like uh, a gay man. Right. I was like, this will never fucking happen. Meanwhile, I had just come off JFL and crushed. Uh, yes. And then they said they didn't want to see me at the showcase. And I was like, that's the first. <gasps> what? That was that was. <laughs> I was so salty, stupid, and I am so sorry. No, but that was but that again was like you such like a hard out. moment, of course. Because if you remember, three months prior, you were just riding high. No, what? I, I had gotten I, you were or, you had gone JFL and I hadn't. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck? It was just such. It's it's always it's it's so like it's so it sucks to have to like. Com- not compete, but, y- but you're all trying to get the same yeah. stuff. When you're in New York and doing comedy, it's like SNL is sitting there. It's right there. And if they say, if they say like, "Hey, maybe you," you freak the fuck out. I gotta. St- I I might have to like slam the brakes on like like it's like like talking about it so much or just like at least like posting about it no 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 no. i have you talk about it just posting about i'm just like oh this is just like dangling something in front of like a group of people who are like i don't know i i I don't i I, I have this weird feeling about like like, i have to say with you i think it's different okay i don't know why but it i feel like i can totally understand can i tell you what i don't love what Go. This new kind of era of people saying, I wrote this. It's like, yeah. that is not the way it has been. Sure, sure. Like, I understand that with social media, it's different. Yeah. But like, and whatever, if it's really 
your voice or whatever, like, and you're super, super proud of it, yeah. whatever, say that. I just, I'm a little bit of a purist with that show. Yeah. And it's like, you never knew you never what knew writers who, yeah. wrote, wrote, wrote anything. It just kind of belonged to, to the show and the performers did it and it was decorum and it was just that. And maybe you would go up to the writer 20 years later and be like, did you write yeah. Deep House Dish? Yeah. Right. And that's the James Anderson of it all. But yeah. with you, I feel like because you were like, I, I feel like you connect with the people that listen to this pod to follow you on Instagram and follow you on Twitter and have been fans of yours. Like, and, and you connect with them through social media. And so like they, I, I, I think as someone who is like, if I wasn't your best friend, I would be your fan. Mm -hmm. I would want to know what you were contributing. Okay, sure. So in a way that's all changing, but it's a little bit of an adjustment it, for me yeah. as like an SNL purist, whenever anyone's like amazing experience writing this with the incredible this, the, at yeah, this yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. this is not what this sure, is. Sure, 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 sure. That, that's fair. That's fair. That's totally fair. But that's me having maybe too much fucking reverence. No, no, no. I get it. What, what's your story? I, I'm sorry. I, I took uh, us off. A... No, I was, I was asking you when, when you felt oh. it could happen for you. But then, but that, that was kind of veering off. You were about to tell a story about the when we oh, auditioned. Oh, together. oh, the story. Okay, so yes, I did veer and, off, and I'll, and I'll get back to what. Yeah. So the story <laughs> is: this is the second time I had tested. Yes. And the I guess the fourth time you had. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they thought, well, they're so close. Let's put, let's them, put them in a the room. Let's put them in the same dressing room. Which honestly, when you put two people that are so 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 close in a high stakes situation like that, bad idea. We were pretty good, but I'll never forget because this this week they did a sketch of you as the choking victim yes. on the thing. So you were doing the choking victim I, that was part in part of my audition. audition. Yeah. And we were <laughs> rehearsing our bits. And so the whole <laughs> there was like a period of time Oh, no. Where you were just practicing yes. choking. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting next to you, like, at what point do I like interrupt his process of like trying out different chokes <laughs> to say that I can't focus? No. <laughs> oh no, not but so no, 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 no. It was not. It, it ended up being only funny because I turned to you and I was like, "Are you?" literally crazy and you were like and you laughed and you were like what i was like i think that any of those chokes will work you bitch oh my god that's so funny what a wacko moment i can i share my memory of that day yes and of, of you and me in that dressing room oh my god i what? was getting super into meditation at the time as a way oh to deal god, as a yes. way to as a way to sort of deal with the nerves yes because and i have this weird superstition now where i, I have to meditate every saturday um Ooh. and i think it helps i didn't know um, that yeah I meditate every Saturday, like at like five p.m. Uh -huh. um, and then just for like ten minutes. But then I was, but then like I remember my first time I went in, like Sashir. I like emailed Sashir and I was like, "Do you have any tips?" And yeah. she was so perfect and nice and so 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 informed, like just helpful. And she was like, uh, "If you don't have them already, invest in a pair of like noise canceling headphones." I was like, mm. "Okay, great." She's like, "You will be like hearing people running their running their auditions in the next room. It's gonna drive you crazy." Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Great." And then I and then I like meditated did like a focus oriented meditation and yeah. then kept it going. And like, that was my superstition. I was like, well, the, the thing that's like seen me through all this is like, I've meditated before going up on stage mm -hmm. for those auditions. And then when we were together in that dressing room, <laughs> I was just trying to practice like feeling my feet and like feeling like my body and like just having an awareness of like where I was <laughs> and whatever, this mindfulness bullshit. And then you were just pacing around the room. I'm a pacer. And then I was like, I was like, hey, like, I was like, man, maybe like try. I, I, I might not have, I might've been a bitch about it, but I was like, I was like, 
you should like try to like maybe like breathe or like feel your feet, like stand in one place, feel your feet, feel like do a body scan, like yeah. see how you feel. And you were like, no, no, I'm a pacer. This is this is this is my process. This is how I work. It's like, okay. Okay, B. If you can honestly like put our essences into fucking one space. It's like perfect. I can't believe they put us in the same room. I that was so that's, funny. That's fucked up. Honestly, um, but wow. And then yeah. I remember like when it went the way it went. Yeah. Like that was um it it was like <laughs> it wasn't it, it was truly like I don't know. I almost don't even know how to start my feelings out about it at that time because of course. it was like there was a 3 week period of just true depression. Like After where it. where it was like I know it's important that I feel this. Yes. Cuz I felt like they had and this is still at the time where it's like not getting it is only a failure. And you know what that's like. Of course. Because you had tested twice the year before. Uh-huh. So then like that feeling of just true depression. Yes. And then like coming out of it like I, I don't even know how to describe. It was it, it does it feel fugue? It feels like it was a full it feels, cloud. This is crazy to say, and I know it's not true, but it feels like nothing will ever really upset me again. That's probably true. that much because I've I've been <laughs> to the place where I physically let myself get as low as I could get. Wow! Like it was so much emotional yes. energy invested in something. That situation is not for everyone. Not for everyone. And I think I'm kind of a brick house. When that decision came down and I figured out what was happening, it I felt the blood leave my legs. I had to lay down for truly three weeks. It was just, and that's when I realized it was emotional energy that I had been storing up for like 10 years. But it's all like- Waiting for that. I was gonna. I was gonna say like your whole fucking life. Honestly, probably because that was it was it was always the cultural thing. Yeah, and now I can say like after not getting it, mm-hmm. and I and I am ha- I'm so happy that you're there and so happy the studio is there. I'm actually really happy I'm not. Yeah, I'm really happy I'm not. That's that's great. That's yeah. great actually. That's really cool. <laughs> it is. Are you patronizing? No. It's like because I think I'd ra- I think I'd rather just be doing the stuff I'm doing and seeing where it goes because the routine is not really. Yeah, I know. I don't know. A routine will always, a routine will always end up sort of flipping over and you're going to see the underbelly of chaos the whole, the the whole time. A routine is never, a routine is an illusion of, of orderliness because it's actually, everything is always going to be chaotic. Yeah. Like truly, like this week was fucking chaos for yeah. me. It seems like that. I think maybe that's what I'm reacting to. Is it's the I'm someone who does well with <laughs> for better or worse with just validation. Yeah, and that is not no, the place you're to not go. Gonna get it if you're that is where you thrive. It. Ooh, no, baby. You're but you enjoy being a cast member more than a yes. writer. Yes, I yeah. do. Um, Why wouldn't you? Yeah, but then it just makes me admire the writing even it just makes me admire like that Well, they have the hardest job they have the hardest job and i think in some ways they are the most valued people there Mm. like they like truly that that show does not work without well yeah no but like but it, it makes me think about like the turnover like the like choosing who 
gets brought on year 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 to year on the staff for writing a huge deal mm. so, like such a painstaking process that they cuz cuz if like cuz you got to like build up the next class yeah yeah, yeah of course cuz if, if you, you no think, one is everyone matters even if even exactly. people if, even if you're there and you don't think that you matter you matter and that's, oh my that's god that's with across the board yes it, like when we were i was putting together a game show like hiring everyone ooh so important so important did you enjoy it did i enjoy the hiring process Yes. Did I enjoy like show running it? Like mm. not show running it or like uh cuz Genevieve Vanella is the showrunner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being just the, like, the executive just... producer is uh, you have a million little fights yeah, a day. Yeah, yeah. About this this that and the Ooh. other thing. And it's Isn't it sort of fun though? Yes, but then it's like it's it's so well with someone like Dave, like, Dave is a good partner for me for that show yeah. because he is so aware of, you know, the way things should look yes. and feel and like the way they should take how much time things should take. And, and he's very good at expressing his opinions, like very in a very concise way. We actually have a very good uh work wife yes. dynamic. Yes. Because we're we're good at different things, mm-hmm. but we have opinions on everything. Love that. So it's like we can see what each other needs uh-huh. and it's not perfect. Right. I mean like we definitely had it doesn't have bad to moments. But perfection is overrated. Oh, I mean, and I, I don't, I think if it had gone perfectly, I would be like, well, it's wait going a on. minute, yeah. And I, and at the end of the day, like, I'm really proud of what it is. I can't wait. I, if I if I, if I was sitting here not proud of what it is, or if I didn't know what it was going to mm-hmm. be, I'd be like, well, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Stay tuned. Yeah. But I really do hope people download that goddamn app. They will. Bitch, I'll do a damn push. I have nothing to do with it. <laughs> nothing. Well, you are in it. I'm in it. Yes. But I'm not getting the Quibi paychecks. I'm I'm getting the what, wait. What was your LLC? I I got it. Gay the Aloha. Check the, yeah, I, <laughs> gay hello. Gay Aloha Productions. Gay Aloha LLC. I it's love Demi that. Lovato. By Demi the way, Lovato, is the Demi, Gay Aloha. Gay Aloha means hello. Hello goodbye. goodbye. What's but, Mahalo? Mm, I don't I don't know. Ooh. I don't know her. Rita Hayworth. <laughs> I don't know. We did. Uh, we d- we do. It's like every episode we say a different. Yes, pop, pop I love. Star's I love that. It's bit. a different greeting. Like Camila Cabello was like, "How is your family?" <laughs> Such a good bet. It's I so think, good. I think. Um, oh, <laughs> there's. I won't give it away. But there's, there's it away. good ones. Um, yeah, th- there was a good one. My episode too. I won't give it away either. Was it Jojo Siwa? I believe it was. <laughs> I believe I just gave it away. Um, but no, uh, it, that's what I mean to say is like, you know. That really felt like the end of the road for me in like New York in so many ways. But there was like, there's so much good stuff that's happened after that. And I almost feel like in a different era of the podcast, I would have been able to say and express what I was going through. Of course. But it's been so weird and hard to navigate as we've gotten a little bit older and more do, doing this more. Doing this more. Um, and we just, but the, the thing with you is that there's never been. I don't think there's been like a stagnant period for you. You've always worked so, so, so hard mm-hmm. and it's, and you're reaping the, the rewards of that constantly. And like for thing, and and you'll get things very soon that you don't even realize you're going to get. And like, you are, you're the best, you're the best there is. You're the smartest, the funniest, the, like no, the, the that's you. No, Bo and no, Yang. no, no, no. And I'm going to cry now because you're, you're the best. You're the best. Stop, person. stop, stop. You're, stop. <laughs> <gasps> Like there's no one who deserves more, but like not to even like get caught up in success narratives because that'll always let you down every time. But and you, also it's but, it's not real. It's not real. But I look at you and I think, 
just a perfect human being. Oh God, I was fully crying this morning thinking about even coming here. Me too. And I was watching your. I was watching you. Like it just makes me so proud of you to see you succeed on that show. Not only because it's just like my best friend doing well on Saturday Night Live, but because like, you know why? I mean, like, like it's it's truly like against all odds situation in that like they would never have had a gay person on that show. They would have never had like an Asian person on that show. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, it's just really nice to think that people are looking up to you. And I, I, I'm not surprised. And that's what I say when I say like, I think it's different from you when you share stuff because people know, or everyone that knows you knows that you come from such like a positive place. And I think that like, I mean, it just doesn't surprise me at all. It doesn't surprise me at all. Like, whenever like I'm talking about it, the fact that like my two best friends work at SNL, it's like, what am I supposed to do? Be surprised? They're literally two of the smartest people, funniest people ever. I was like, I could, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't be surprised. I was like, I can feel no. like. Ugh, what's going on there? I wish I was there sometimes, but like it's not surprised. It's not like it it things things work when they see that there's talent out there, the best talent, they're gonna scoop up that best talent. You better be damn sure. You better be damn sure. But you better the, be absolute damn sure. <laughs> Taking back Sunday. <laughs> you were upset. You had a you had a fun like kick this week with fucking uh, what Vanessa Hudgens basically. Oh well, basically what, what we're gonna, gonna do, do is dance. <laughs> so we we were watching that video in the room I'm in. <laughs> And it's the most insane song. Basically. So are you ready? Did you eat? Do you have the energy? Did you, Did eat? you eat? Do you have the energy? So are you ready? Did, Did you, you eat? eat? Did you have, have the, the energy? energy? <laughs> Did you eat? Basically. It's actually what we're rule of culture number seven. seven. Did, Did you, you eat? eat? Do you have the energy? The energy. <laughs> Honestly, it's so crazy that that's a song. It's so, so happy. crazy and also how huge the career of Vanessa Hudgens is. I'm so happy for her. She seems like good people. She seems like good people. I watched her on um, Vanity Fair, like what I do in a day, you know, like that kind of like those like oh silly God. little videos. I don't she, know that, but I'm so unsurprised to hear that she has one of those. She's like, yeah. So I just like drive into the lot on my, in my little camera. She just drives like a very modest car. It seems <laughs> like, like to play like podcasts and you know, she's just like, oh, you're like a, <laughs> normal person she books every musical on television yes she is the princess Switch. Of, the princess but she's the christmas she's the new christmas movie queen christmas movie queen she's <laughs> stacy de novo and princess margaret yes and in the new princess switch she plays a third, third character <laughs> named bad girl fiona there's a bad girl in town, and her name is Fiona. It's actually rule of culture number 10. There's, There's a bad, bad girl, girl in town, town and, and her, her name, name is Fiona. Fiona. And she's played by Vanessa Hudgens. That's psychotic and genius and so funny that we're going to heighten this by putting another one. <laughs> and also, they're not twins. They're identical uh, yes, strangers. Yes, they're like, yes. it's, it's friends, like, it's oh my God, they look alike. And so basically, there's just another one who looks identical to them. But like, if if... If it's supposed to like represent like some duality of class or whatever, like where does the third one fit in? It's well, Parasite. Oh no, you haven't seen it yet. Fine. Basically, I think this woman <laughs> thinks that Fiona's like a bad girl slut, and that is its own class. <laughs> yeah. So it's like there's Stacy DeNovo, who's like a baker girl. 
She can bake in the kitchen with the best of them. Stacy. And then there's Princess Margaret. Who's who must of <laughs> Belgravia. Who this the the town that hosts the festival. And then there's, and bad, then there's girl, bad girl, girl Fiona, Fiona, who I hope comes in uh, who I hope goes in there vagina first. Yes. Toboggan style and says, Give me that bakery good. Absolutely. Tearing them down, down. Well, wow, we love Vanessa. Basically, we stand. Basically, basically, what, what we're, we're going to do, do is, is Stan, Stan Vanessa. That's actually rule of culture number 33. Basically, basically what, what we're, we're going to do, do is Stan, Stan Vanessa. Vanessa. <laughs> Dumb. But basically, <sighs> basically, um, yes, Vanessa Hudgens is. <laughs> The queen, and we can never forget her seminal contribution to J-Lo's first act of yes. 2019, which was second act. What was she in second act? Oh, I still haven't seen Ill- it. I'm sorry. She, her illegitimate spoiler- child. Yes, I know you told me this already. Yes, thank spoiler you. Spoiler alert. Love that. You find out that J- <laughs> V. Hudge is the daughter of J-Lo. Now, speaking of V. Hudge, have you been watching Disney Plus? I saw you've been become a fan of Encore. I'm a huge fan of Encore. I haven't seen much else uh, of the Disney Plus offering, but Encore is, I think, a, such a good reality show. Have you watched any of the Imagineering story? I watched the first one, and Miss Angela, a perfect narrator for that. I mean, she is the narratress. So what are they? So the first one was just like the beginning of Disneyland. It's six parts. Yes. It goes all the way from the beginnings of his first ideas to have Disneyland. Which I loved, found so fascinating. Like, it was going to be, like, a huge failure. And if it failed, then, like, oh, yeah. Disney... He had to borrow so much money. I didn't know that. So, it's just so... So, I did promptly, when I moved to Los Angeles, buy a you, annual pass, which has already paid for itself. That's I been, have not changed at all. <laughs> Um, and so it's weird now to like go there and then watch this video of them like making the Jungle Cruise. But it's, and then it's still there. It's still like basically like what it is. Pretty much. Not it's, a lot of Disneyland has changed. So it goes from part one, which is that, yeah. to part six, which ends with like the future them making Rise um, of the Resistance, which is great. Have you seen? You've been on I, it? No. Oh, I have this. to talk about this for a second, okay? Because this is theme park culture. This this is really full circle. I gotta say, this with, episode with the, with the whole uh, with the first episode of the, of the of the show, but the whole the whole fucking run of it. But yeah, go listen. Yeah, Star Wars: Rise of the Resistance is now open at the Walt Disney World, yes. Hollywood Studios. Got it. And it's opening on J- January seventeenth at Disneyland, and it is experience that is over fifteen minutes long. You get into two different ride vehicles. The second ride vehicle has three different ride systems. So it's kind of like it's kind of like Mission Space, a little bit. It's a little bit. It, it's bitch. I'll tell you what it is. Okay, bitch. It's a little bit Spider Man. Okay. It's a little bit. Yes, Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. And it's a little bit. Yes, what you said. So it's it's a drop. To, Guardians of the Galaxy is drop. There is a drop in it. Wow. I love that. So basically, the, the <laughs> ride is you're in Galaxy's Edge, the land. Yes. And then you go, and you're like in the resistance, right? <laughs> so so like Ray's like, come on, we have to go. And so so basically, BB-8's like, beep, 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 beep. And she's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. absolutely, BB-8, way to go. And so you get in like this a spaceship. Oscar Isaac is like, hey, yeah, come on. So you oh, get on the okay. spaceship. When you go up, yeah. this is the first ride vehicle. Uh-huh. You get caught, bitch. By the first order. By the first order. By Mr. Adam. So the door. 
by Ms. Adam Driver herself and Ms. Domhnall Gleeson. Yes. Ms. Redhead, Bill Weasley's fish. I love that redhead. Queen. Queen. Being very mean in this ride. Queen being very mean. So you, the doors open up and then you walk out. Yeah. I have not been on this, by the way. I I just know the whole storyline. You walk out into a Star Destroyer. Wow. So there is like a... What do you mean? You, you just see a star in front of you? Literally, bitch, you walk out onto the onto the spaceship. And you're in space and you see a star And you're in space and you see absolute space. Then you go into a holding cell where oh, Kylo the- Ren herself <laughs> interrogates you <laughs> with Mean Queen. Mean Queen. Not Gwendolyn? No, bitch. Okay. She's not in it. She's not in it. Oh, man. Because she actually passed away in the last job. Oh, that's right. She did die. So John Boyega survived, though. Yes, John Boyega is featured in the ride. He's like, we have to go now. That's good, John Boyega. Now do Kelly Marie. Kelly Marie's like this. I I, I thought this was the way. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So... <laughs> That's really guys, this this submit this episode for something. So basically, anyway, what happens is you get caught by the first order, and when they're gonna like kill you or interrogate you to get information about the rebel base, yes, you then get on to a ride system that escapes the Star Destroyer. So you essentially get to play out a situation which is like in a new hope when they're leaving the Death Star. Yes, I love that. It is epic. When are you long? When are you gonna go? I'm going. Jared and I are going on January 2nd. To Disney World. That's right. I'm so jealous. That's going to be so much fun. You're going to be in heaven. To find someone to date me who wants to buy an annual pass, that's really winning. I think think you got a good one. He is a good one. He's a good one. I really, really like him. And he was being really good today when I was spinning out. Oh. So then that's huge. Then that's how you know. Here's the thing. Stay with the person who who is good with you when you are spinning bad. Out. When you are bad, um, he seems to be traveling a lot. And are you? Well, he's directing a movie, right? He's, that he wrote. I can't say anything about it, but just just no, no, suffice no. it to say, I want to ask. We'll have him on Las Culturistas. We'll have him on Las Culturistas. I want to. Here's what I want to ask: Is that are you? Is there? Is there like the begin like? Are you dealing with the separation well? Um, I think we'll be fine. Like, then that's huge. If you can exist and not fucking further spin out because you're not with the person, huge deal. I think we'll be fine. I'm not super worried about it. Also, it's like you can get on a plane. You You can get on a plane. You can. It's actually roller coaster number forty one. One. You You can can get get on on a plane. plane. What's going on with your love life? Um, I was talking about this with Jordan Firstman and Charles Rogers. By the way, to the to the funniest people, the and craziest bitches, the craziest bitches. Charles is certifiably insane prankster, did and my you, si- my sister. I, yes, the coffee thing. Oh wait, if last culture listeners, the readers, if you don't know about this coffee prank, the coffee prank is I think such a genius, maniacal thing. Charles Rogers got game show from the search party office. He got us so good with the prank. It's too long. To it's say, too long, but, but it's it's genius. Um, it's he's, my sister Yang's favorite thing of all time. My he's Yang, wild. classic prankster. Erstwhile prankster used to prank a lot back in the day. She loved it. Anyway, I told I told him that. But Charles was just like. You must be fucking a lot. I'm like, not really. Like nothing. Like, no, well, like nothing's really 
changed. Like the dial hasn't really changed. I'm I'm okay with it. I'm just like, but now I just got to be, I just got to think through. I just have to like do little like litmus tests like all over the place with each guy. I'm just like, I think you should zone in on one crush. I've I've been trying I've been doing that for the past like two weeks and I can't tell but I feel like it's like yielded fruit in a way but not even like we love when fruit yields yielded fruit in terms of like actual in terms of like manifesting and being like I have a crush on this guy and uh-huh. I'm gonna pull him to me and then like gradually closer and closer and closer and anyway that's all I'll say Has, I'll ha- tell you have you kissed no him? no 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 <laughs> have you have you kissed, kissed him. him? Sexuality? Have you? Are you saying? Are you saying this? This? This game give this fox a sexuality? <laughs> sexuality? <laughs> um. Oh my god. Wait. Why? Why I'll, have I'll, you I'll, not kissed I'll, him? I'll, I'll, I'll tell you more about it. Oh, because it's actually kind of an insane thing, and there's so many. There's so much going on there. I'll tell you. I'll tell you when we're. I want to know. Do I know him? Yes. Oh, it's. <laughs> Is it a famous person? It's um Oh no, that's no, psycho. No, 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 no. Um I'll tell you about it. <laughs> and I feel psycho just thinking about it. And I don't think it's gonna happen. But I'm just Is like, it Harry Styles? No, no, no. <laughs> God, I wish. Well, I must get rid of the toxic in this community. Must get rid of toxic in community. Oh, the fun thing happened. Well, first of all, I just have to be be very public and say Anytime you want to tag me and like a musket rid of toxin community, please be sure to tag Julia because it was his idea. He came up with a lot of the good stuff. I was just his little clackety clack boy on the keyboard, just typing it out, and making sure it structurally it made sense. It's actually, rule culture number forty nine. Tag, tag Julio. Julio. He needs um, it. But last night after the show, the, the, you know you have like people waiting outside Thirty Rock yeah. after every show, and then um, I heard like. I was walking through to to my car and then I heard like a group of a group of people. They were like, one, two, three. Need a real king who can handle. And I laughed and it's like, that's cute. Yeah, it's cute. It's also so funny that like need a real king that can handle is like taking on like the mantle of like people who just you did a young voice for. Like Need, Need a real king that can handle. handle. Well, they were all like these like teens. Basically. I love it that. Was so funny. Need a real king, king that can handle. handle. <laughs> AKA me. Need a real king that can handle. It's 8 a.m. and have to go to hell job at Sarah Lee. Anyway. Oh, this is a fun bit of trivia I'll share. Go. You knew this, but that sketch was originally written for John Mulaney last year. Oh. Um, anyway, and then the brand was originally Nestle, but then they had bought ad space on the show. So it was a little bit of like a crazy thing where we're like, well, we can't like. I think Sara Lee benefits from that ultimately. I absolutely think so. And I will be buying Sara Lee products. Oh, please. If you were to buy anything else, that would just be trifling. Trifling. Um, I don't want this to end. Well, like all good things. It must. But we'll do I Don't Think So Honey. Yes. Do you have one? Um, Not really. Oh, no. Do you have one? Uh, mine was going to be Bombshell. <laughs> I think you can still do that. I think you, there, there, this element of surprise with I Don't Think So Honey is, is, is overrated. If you want to do it, do it. I think the people want it. Um, All right. Do you think you, you, think you, you, you want to go for it? Yeah, I okay. want to do it. Okay. This is Matt Rogers' I Don't Think So, Honey, and his time starts now. I don't think so, honey, bombshell. Okay, bitch? Because Nicole came in. You did this on a damn vacation, uh-huh. all right? And we stand Nicole. But what? let me tell you something. If Charlize Theron studied Megyn Kelly for her performance, 
Nicole Kidman studied the emoji that with the, that's looking down kind of sad. <laughs> and guess what? It was a thin sweater convention. Nicole Kidman did this, shot her part in three or four days from a kitchen while Keith was on the road. 30 seconds. <laughs> I don't think so, honey, bombshell. Because guess what? Bombshell? Which one? <laughs> Said everything I want to say about this. I don't think so, honey. Um, uh, basically, that go off. <laughs> so bad. I'm so emotional today. I don't think so, honey. Bombshell. I think you could have condensed the narrative and just made it a little bit more clear and streamlined. That's my real honest God screenwriter. No, I have nothing. And that's one minute. I don't know. It's been an emotional episode. I didn't come prepared with anything it's good. Okay. I came prepared with my open heart. That's all you. That's all you can do. This has been the most no raw judgment. episode. This has been a very raw episode. You're gonna absolutely blow me away. No, right now. no way. Okay. No way. This, this is Bowen Yang's. I don't think so, honey. Is time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Christmas trees. You're <laughs> bullshit. And every day you fucking take up the damn sidewalks of New York City, bitch, with your nettles. Nettles shedding on the damn sidewalk into my apartment. I don't think so, honey. And then it's a damn fire hazard. You're inviting a fire hazard into your heart, home, mm. hearth. Okay? Yeah. And you're going to string some lights around it, plug it in all night. You wake up to go to the bathroom. It's there bl- Blasting into your eyes, and then you're gonna be up, and then your sleep hygiene's off, and you're gonna be up for seconds. the next you four hours. Tender, like. So, oh, shut up. And then I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, honey. Christmas trees. I don't think so, honey. Wreaths, darling. The, let the pines be. Do not drag them in from the damn farm. Let the farms just produce the trees for 15. air. Let them purify <laughs> the air and take in the oxygen or take in the carbon monoxide, push out the oxygen. That's what trees are meant to do and not decorate your tacky ass living room. Christmas trees, you ain't secular, you ain't religious, you ain't shit. And that's one minute. Bullshit Christmas wow. trees. Wow, you fucking tore them down. Trees. Trees. I have another one. I want to do another yeah. one. <laughs> Should we do two? It's too, too. No, because my first one was garbage. No, it I, I wasn't. have another one. I okay. have another one. This is Matt Rogers' second. I don't think so, honey. <laughs> this time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Christmas sweater. Oh. I don't think so, honey. Christmas sweater. Too big, too warm, too much. I don't think so, honey. Christmas sweater party that is ugly. Guess what? I want to wear a nice thing. I make dollars on dollars, and I don't go out here trying to find something hideous so I can come to your party at your home. And be too hot. I don't think so, honey. Christmas sweater, because often you only get worn in December. Thirty seconds. And then what? For me in January, February, March. I don't think so, honey. The Christmas sweaters that are the most warm, and you wear them in December, which is not one of the colder months. It's January. It's February. It's sometimes March. I don't think so, honey. These designs on the sweater of a reindeer, of a snowman. Get new IP. Five seconds. I don't think so, honey. You trash. One minute. One of your best. One of your best. I knew I needed to come back and do another oh one. Oh, my God. I For symmetry, I feel like I should do one, but I... No. You do a bad okay, one now. Okay, okay. I'll do a bad one. You do a bad half-hearted take on a movie. <laughs> Okay. This is Bowen Yang's second. I don't think so, honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Fucking Jojo Rabbit. 
that kid? Well, it wasn't clear if he was actually hallucinating Hitler or not. Unclear. Taika, uh, Taika, I loved his Hitler. I loved the directing, but you know, it was sad. I didn't want the mom to die. Spoiler no. alert. Oh. Did you? Did I spoil it for you? No, I knew. You knew. I didn't. I didn't want to see Scarlett Johansson die. <laughs> you are spoiling it for everyone else. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson better not die. You see her die. You see her get hung. He like, I can't say, it's really sad. And Scarlett really does a good job of like, making you like, like that mother a lot. 15 seconds. And... You know what? I just, I do think so, honey. Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> I like her too. I like her. She's cool. Oh my God. We're sold out. Five she seconds. Was, she was asking me a lot of like personal questions. And she was asking like every, everyone. And I, that's one minute. I ran into her makeup people and <laughs> some of them Asian. And they were all like, they were like, great job tonight. I was like, thank you. I was like, it was so fun to work with her. And they were like, she's like one of the most easygoing, like, low maintenance people we we work we work with and like she's just like a chill person. So who do, so who are these makeup people they work with a bunch of people? I guess or I'm sure like they've worked they they're like they're like on different people and yeah. like like they've like landed on her and they just seem like happy and chill and cool. They're a good crew. They're a good crew. It's like like depending on the host like some of these some of these entourages are maniacal. Yeah. But she just had like a good like energy about it the whole week. Was and, the JLo vibe good? J Lovi was great. I gotta say, she's got two whole. Su- I probably can't talk. She's got two whole suitcases full of hair, <laughs> and I think that's diva energy iconic, and I love. We stand. We stand. We stand. Um, but I, yeah, my thing on Jojo Rabbit just turned into <laughs> turned into a Scarlett Johansson is cool, and also spoiler fest. It's spoiler. Fest. We'll put a little spoiler alert in the beginning of that episode. Yeah, now. sure, 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 sure. Um, um, anyway, anyway, it feels very <sighs> surreal. It's very surreal to be. Moving on to another network, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, um, but again, we just want to stress and say the biggest thank you to Forever Dog, to Joe and Alex and Emma. HPE, thank you so much. You have been such an amazing part of our show, and we feel like it, you, that really was like one of the hardest things was knowing that you weren't going to produce us anymore. So, which feels crazy. It feels but, crazy, but we, but just when we talked, when we hopped on the phone with Joe and Alex, you came up and it was just this, it was really, really, really sad. True sad love thing. fest. True love fest. And, and we, we adore you and thank you so much for everything. Thank you for everything. Thank you for putting up with our oh. cr- crazy, crazy, crazy lives. <laughs> What's that? Okay. All right. Well, um, we'll, well, well, I mean, and we said this on the phone to Joe and Alex, but I don't know what my career would have been like without this. No, I don't know either. And it's, you can make the so argu- you can make the argument that it like gave us a career mm-hmm. and like made people familiar with what we are about. Yeah. And it was just a really, 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 really important part of our lives that yeah. we it's not over. This. It's not over, but I'm, I'm saying it was just, with here. Yeah. It was a, a huge part of our lives in our sort of whatever. Yeah. And we should just say also, um, you guys, while we figure this out, there's going to be a hiatus. 
a little bit of a hiatus. So it's, it's not gonna be too long. It won't be too long. One of our focuses is getting this up and running as soon as possible. Yes. And uh, while the energy of this episode might be a touch on the morose side, we are gonna be so excited to start. Yes. Again, and we hope, and you guys don't have to do anything different. No, because you're subscribed to us wherever. Yep. Um. So it's not gonna be like you have to change anything, which we probably should have set up top. But, right. Um. But the most important thing and the biggest um, thank you that Bowen and I have and want to say for the holidays or whatever until the next time we talk to you guys is thank you to everyone that's listened. Yes. And thank you to everyone that's supporting Bowen and I. That means the world to us. And who writes reviews and says that, you know, for a couple hours a day, you laugh um, and that we break up the day a little bit. That's just... That's why, I mean, the reason I ever want to do anything is because I love to make people laugh. And so that means the most to me that you say that. Um, and for me, it's when it's when people just say that it feels like they're talking to friends. And yeah. for you to feel that familiar with us, I think, is so unbelievable, so yeah. nice. And all we can do is just do right by you guys. Yeah, you know, and, and we'll we think that. we are. Um, so we will see you in the new year. We love you so much. We love you. And we we, always end with a song. Always end with a song. (laughs) Goodbye (laughs) to you. Goodbye to everything that I knew. You're the one I love. The one thing that I tried to hold on to. For the show, you're the one I love. He's too motioning to me to mark. Pull it back. The one thing that I tried to hold on to. She wrote that at 17 years old. Can you believe that? Wow, icon, icon, Michelle Branch, the original Taylor Swift, and she is not Vanessa Carlton, <laughs> the original Taylor Swift, the original Taylor Swift. We love uh, you. Bye. Bye. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. I used to have so many men. 
how this beguiling woman in her 50s she looked like a million bucks scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes nearly 10 million dollars was all gone it's just unbelievable hide your money in your old rich men because <laughs> she is on the prowl listen to queen of the con season five the athlete whisperer on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 